Time to get real. I want to see some crazy whizbiz. What's the matter you need out of Ding Dong? I want to see some of that whizbiz. Welcome to the WizBiz podcast, WizBiz with Alex and Eric, the finest Adventure Time podcast in the galaxy, or at least in the solar system, or at least in North America. Well, let's just say it's the finest Adventure Time podcast that we're aware of. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that way, like legally, that is a binding statement and we cannot be sued for, uh, you know, some kind of whatever you get sued for when you lie. That sounds that sounds fair. (laughs) Slander, maybe? I don't know. You're from a lawyer family, aren't you? You should know this stuff. Eh. Because the law, the, mean, I don't know if you know this, but knowledge of the law is an inheritable trait. Oh, really? Yeah. I think there's yeah, also yeah. a thing in there where you have to like listen to your parents. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not uh, going to do that. In so. this episode, we are going to wrap up uh, season three of Adventure Time. We're going to breeze over uh, season three, episodes 22 through 24. And then we're going to spend a lot of time painfully and arduously discussing and dissecting uh, episode 25, Dad's Dungeon, and episode 26, named... Incendium. Incendium. So how's it going, Alex? It's going uh, very well. Uh, I am... uh, I can inform the audience that I have uh, torn apart our studio to do some live Twitch streaming, which I was very proud of myself. This is what I figured out. And this is something you should be proud of because literally six-year-olds figured this out. But I managed uh-huh. to change the title, which is the the last time I tried to do it, I fucked up and was saying we were doing just chatting and I was playing Slay the Spire. What the fuck happened? I managed to make my green screen work. Oh, sweet. Uh, it, it, it looked like shit, but that's because, I, you know, I'm figuring out the lighting. But I also I plugged in two different key light things. Well, one key light and blah, blah, blah. I, I made things look okay for yeah. uh, a very not lightable room. Uh, so I, with all that said, uh, on our YouTube channel now, uh, youtube.com slash at WizBiz podcast. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's an at, I, mm-hmm. I, I never remember their naming convention, but, uh, yes, me playing the original eight bit legend of Zelda is up, which was a fun revisit and a really weird, uh, kind of walk down memory lane of, I have no memory of this. Really? Yet sometimes the most granular, tiny detail occurs to me. So, like, I couldn't remember where, like, where one of the main early dungeons uh, was. Just uh-huh. completely slipped my mind. But then I walked by this tree and I burned it because I knew there was a staircase there. Like, the most, like, tiny, like, nothing oh, thing. But for some reason, that stuck in my memory. But it was just, yeah, it was really interesting. I mean, it was interesting <laughs> for me. And uh, all seven of you out there, you should go and uh, smash yeah. that bell and subscribe, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, I do all that cool stuff. You know, I haven't played Legend of Zelda since the year it came out, probably, or, you know, like the the 80s. I haven't played it since the 80s, so I remember almost nothing of it. But I really liked the second one. Oh, The Adventures of Link? The Adventures of Link, yeah, I really liked that one. That one was a side-scroller, if I remember correctly. Yeah, the fight sections were side-scrollers, but the Mm. the world map was top-down. Uh, oh. which, uh, which I found interesting. Yeah, that game's fun. I have a vague memory of the last time I Twitch streamed. I may have done that one because I played yeah. it somewhat recently, but I don't know if that was just I got bored and played it. I know I didn't beat it because uh, I got really frustrated at one point and I, and I was like, I don't want to look things up. This game's stupid, but I mean, it's a great game, but it was like one of those. I could just no, nah, I can play better games. What am I doing with myself? Why, why am I wasting my life this way? So are you playing it? You have an NES simulator somewhere? Uh, I mean, legally, I have a Nintendo Entertainment System and a cartridge that I did whatever the thing you need to do. No, I have, a, I have an emulator. Uh, mm-hmm. I do own the cartridge, which from what I've heard, not that I particularly care because you know we're not making money off this and so no one's going to give a shit. But uh, the legal of that old of a system is if you can prove you own the cartridge, emulated streaming is kosher. Okay. Because it's, I, you're not actually stealing any content. You you know, you own the yeah, content. It's just a different... Yeah. yeah. I still have the cartridge for uh, The Adventures of Link. 
And I remember oh, yeah. it's a, it's a gold cartridge, and yes. um, I it, I think it was one of the really early ones that allowed you to save games. Like it's got memory in it; you can save your game in in Adventure. Yeah, Link. the original Zelda has that as well. Oh, really? Uh, so it had a memory chip, also. Yes, but oh no, you have to you have to manually save in part two as well. Because in the original Zelda, you have to get, there's a save bar that you have to go to after you die. Uh, but there may be a way to do okay. it if you don't die. I, I I I can't answer that. I'm not I'm not that good. So uh, I have uh, some exciting news, which is that, you know, my birthday is happening soon. And I, mean, I just got lucky. my first, if I'm lucky, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only have to make it a little while longer. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got my first uh, birthday gift today. Some friends, some internet friends uh, sent me this. I don't know if you can see it. It says, Chuck- oh, nice. <laughs> Dr. Chuck Tingle's adult coloring book. That is fantastic. There's yeah, more words, but I can read the other ones. Uh, Dr. Chuck Tingle's adult coloring and activity book for true buckaroos. Hell yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and on the cover, there's some sort of green dinosaur man with a giant crayon. So I got this and a box of colored pencils, and it's filled with... Uh, yeah, we've got, just- let's see, a gorilla bartender and a sexy shirtless buff man. Yeah, um, I presumably <laughs> they're, they're all uh, like that. They're all being like un- that. yeah. I think that lizard there. He had a series of uh, books where he had sex with a humanoid dinosaur. That's part of the lizard on the front. There are uh, humanoid dinosaurs. Oh, now I'm looking at a picture of a humanoid unicorn. Yeah. Now that's that's yeah. more my style right there. Well, I'll photocopy that for you. Yeah. So you can, I mean, please don't. It. But um, I guess in context of an entertainment show, yes, do that. <laughs> you know, we've been talking, we've mentioned this a few times over the last couple episodes, how we feel like we, we mi- we've we been missing our mark, you know, where we really wanted to get into like the occult reference stuff in this game and or in the show and stuff. And there's just so many episodes in the first few seasons that just don't have any of that in it. And um and so we talked about, you know, zooming through stuff. So we, we've done that with this episode. We, uh, I watched uh, episodes 22, 23, and 24, and Alex did not. I watched, he was, I've watched them within the past three years. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, not like terribly far. I, I remember them, which is why I was kind of strident about, I have not, mm-hmm. there, I don't think there's anything in the, yeah, Apparently you came up with something to say about these episodes, but I, yeah, I, I had nothing. I'm like, why, why, why put ourselves through this? Let's just get the just season a, four. I know there's cool yeah, shit in there. Yeah. I mean, there's just a little bit. Um, now I want to hear three, it. Episode I just, you know, I just, I just didn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, season three, episode 22 is uh, is called Paper Pete, and it takes place in the library, which is which I which I really like. I love the Adventure Time library. It's a great. Yeah, with the, uh, turtle bar- I was like, yeah. the turtle librarian. Yeah, yeah. Turtle princess or turtle librarian princess, whatever the heck. You is. know, I should hope it's turtle librarian princess because she's a princess and still has to work like a pretty low paid job. That's kind of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, so is she Turtle Princess, who's forced to be a librarian because Turtle Kingdom is bankrupt? Is it because their economy's slow? Oh! <laughs> I wish I could do a yes. Jake voice, because I feel like that was a very bad Jake joke, but I can't do I can't do the impression. <laughs> well, I feel like if either of us could do a Jake voice, we would probably be voice actors, and then we'd be making more money. Yeah. Or yeah. we'd just be like, not good at another thing involving my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so tell me about the thing you. you, so, you uh, this is funny because that's not the episode I thought you were going to have uh, insight into. So please tell me, tell me about this paper, Pete. Okay, so there are a couple things in this episode. Um, first, uh, Jake. They're they're at the library because Jake wants to read the Rainicornicopia, which is a book about the history of the Rainicorns. And he mentions he's like, you know, I I really love you know Lady Rainicorn, and there you know someday uh, I might have. Uh, half rainicorn puppies with her, so he yeah. he does uh, predict you know the all of the babies that he has. Second, there's a scene where Finn knocks a bunch of books off a shelf, and one of them uh, is a book with the Ice King's crown on it. Oh, which made which made me think of you know the Fiona and Cake book. I don't. I doubt it's the same one, because I think that one was about the Enchiridion or something. And then uh, there are two really good. Well, there's there's one really interesting theme throughout the episode, which is that Jake accuses Finn of making up stuff, and that there that many of their adventures are imaginary. Oh, really? Yes. Wait, Jake accuses Finn. Uh huh. 
Yeah, because that's... Jake's like, I really want to read this book, and I don't have time for one of your imaginary adventures. You're always making stuff up. Oh, interesting. Because of the yeah. in the dynamic of the two, Jake is definitely the one more. He is more the confabulist. Unless, unless we're dealing with uh, an unreliable narrator in Finn. Hmm. Who knows? I mean, think about in Fiona and Cake when Finn is trying to cheer up Simon and he's like, well, let's wear these blindfolds and walk into this dangerous forest. Yeah. Like, that's kind of a made up adventure. Like, you don't need to walk blindfolded through a forest. <laughs> well, I, mean, I guess I would say, like, but what isn't a made up adventure then? Because he did it. So he did. Yeah. I True. mean, I, you know, yeah, everything's a made up. You got to, you know, it's like when people say that word's made up. Yeah, they all uh, are. <laughs> yeah. Every single uh, word also, was made up. <laughs> there's a sequence where um, Finn is walking along and reading the titles of books and all of the titles end with itties. So, you know, like kitties, cities, and he goes on and he goes on. And the joke is, I think that they're teasing that he might say titties. And he never does. It sort of devolves into like made up yeah. words and he never says titties. I kind of uh, remember right that at joke. The end, yeah. yeah. And then right at the end, probably the best joke of the episode is uh, Finn's, you know, when they're leaving the library, Finn's like, so did you learn anything out of the book? And Jake's like, oh, not really. I read the same paragraph over and over again for 11 minutes, <laughs> which is the length of the episode. So, yeah. Anyhow, that's, that's, that's yeah. that was the only thing. I think the only two big things in there were the the ice king crown book and uh what do you call it the the foreshadowing of the of the of the pups yeah the, the, my temptation to talk about this episode was that the rainicorn dog war like that there'd be detail of it and then i like uh i sat down and thought about the episode and what i remember of it i'm like i'm pretty sure nothing actually is revealed so that's kind of why i wanted to include it if i believe really, like I think this episode, if it wasn't in a sequence with two more skippables, this may have made it to the main show. It's just that it was in a yeah. perfect block of skippability that like, sorry, bro, you got dragged down yeah. by the Patriots. Learn how to be episode, totally, episode three next time, jerk. <laughs> I, I totally agree with you because um, I, I think th I think we would have had a good time uh, discussing the episode otherwise. But but, you know, we got to get to the good stuff. So. Yeah. Also, so the it, last two episodes of the season. Uh, really presage a lot of the good stuff of Adventure mm -hmm. Time. So I didn't want to sit through three episodes of it might be fun to talk about, but like we got we got real Adventure Time things happening. We got I know people chanting four. in I'm various excited. made up or Latin languages. I mean, there's it's yeah. such good stuff happening. So the the only comment I was thinking about the episodes that we skipped is episode three, the third of the episodes, which is twenty four ish, Ghost Princess. That yeah. uh, Ghost Princess does own a bit of my heart. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. being a young goth uh well i'm not young anymore but i used to be a young goth and uh i just feel like yeah i get it lady but the episode is is uh underwhelming i mean it's fine yeah. you know it's like a cute little uh whodunit about a, a centuries long ago murder or whatever yeah but it also you know it's a self-contained story it doesn't really bleed out into the rest of yeah. the show at all yeah but the idea of ghost princess is like very uh very close to my heart in in the kind of the, the deep Tim Burton recesses of my soul. I, I resonate with that concept. I mean, I'm way more into uh, the fruit babes myself. Yeah, you would. Cause you like, you're more of that kind of like Greek style weird where like you like <laughs> ladies with chicken feet that like draw you toward the, towards the shore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, all right. That's so let's thing. get into uh season three, episode 25 dad's dungeon. Yes. Uh, Which is a, a high-tech episode. There's some high technology in here. What a terrific episode. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, big fan of it. I love Joshua and, and Margaret, but mm -hmm. Joshua's the one in this episode. Nothing will win me over quicker than someone doing a mid-Atlantic accent. Oh, that man. kind of like old-timey mid- It's so yeah. – I just – there's something so – I don't know, maybe because I was raised on the East Coast and it was, it was like when I was young, I was kind of obsessed with England as a concept that like mm -hmm. somehow like it's like you're combining the two things I know. Like it just but there's <laughs> uh, I love it so much. And Joshua just like I, I don't want a whole episode with him, but in my head, I just want a whole episode with him talking. Yeah, I, I love that there's a, a, a hollow message player. Um, like all of oh, a sudden yeah. this high tech stuff comes in because, you know, we've been dealing with, we, you know, I mean, I think the last time the, the only high tech thing you really see running around most of the time is BMO. And he puts VHS tapes in his butt. Oh, yeah, butt stuff. 
what other high tech? That's a good point. We haven't really had a lot of high technology yet. No. Huh. Ooh, butt stuff. Exactly. First of two episodes that starts with uh, some of our main characters on a roof. Mm-hmm. And they see the sparkles of the hollow message, which is yeah, an interesting Yeah, concept. which is a ghost. Yeah. So, although I guess Ghost Princess does prove the afterlife, but... Yeah. It's interesting that how many years later, after Joshua died, finally this message is revealed. So, like, is he floating in some kind of, like... Ooh, limbo this entire time? Limbo? I don't know. I mean, the ghosts of Joshua and Margaret, or the, the afterlife spirits of them, do show up um, in post... God, what, what were they called? Faraway Lands. Do they? Yeah, in the episode where uh, Finn goes to the afterlife, where Finn dies and he goes to find oh, Jake in the afterlife, they I do find... Yeah, they find Joshua and Margaret oh, there. Okay. In death, I, um, in, de- in the land of the dead. We'll, we'll we'll eventually talk about them, I'm sure. But I was not overly fond of the uh, Faraway Lands episodes. Some have some good points, but like they didn't stick with me. I think I probably only watched them once. Like you know, they're just kind of. Well, we watched the Bemo one twice. Yeah, yeah, but that was that was that was for our job. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the thing that uh, one of the things that I find really funny about this episode is like in the in that first hollow message thing, like. Uh, when Joshua is sort of holding the babies, he squeezes both of them and it makes Finn start crying, which makes sense. I feel like if you squeeze a human baby, it's going to start crying. Yeah. That's the rules. Yeah. That's generally how yeah, it works. Yeah. But, uh, but Jake's a magic dog. So you could squeeze him. He's squishy. Yeah. Interesting. It's interesting that he doesn't include Jerome in this at all. I don't think they included Jerome in anything until much oh, I know. later. I'm just, like, it's, it's a, yeah. uh, it's a big, uh, Kind of, uh, we didn't think about a plot hole. There's, there's two very major ones in the next episode, but we'll get to it. Uh, um, I think uh, part of it is Jerome might be older. Hmm. I don't think Jerome my, and Jake are the same age. Does he say my older brother Jerome? I don't know. I always imagine them as being the same age. Yeah, because, well, no, they I don't are. Think they no, no, be. no, of course they are. We're being stupid. It's, we, we cause, are? yeah, because Margaret is pregnant with Jerome at the same time Joshua is pregnant with Jake. Because remember, she's oh. pregnant, and then the alien bites him in the forehead, which is how yeah. Jake is born. Yeah, right, right. Okay. Yeah, so they're, they're almost exactly the same age. So this, this I've just disproven the so show's quality. So it is. Quality. It's a hole. They're wrong. It's a hole. <laughs> this show is wrong. <laughs> the show for babies is wrong under, under scrutiny. <laughs> so Joshua's like, uh, I've made a dungeon to toughen Finn up. Uh, it's not a really impressive dungeon, but it does have some fun monsters. The hot dog monster and the hamburger monster. Yeah, the mimic of hot dogs and hamburgers. Yeah. Uh, super yeah. fun. I guess it's interesting that as a baby, and I guess because mm-hmm. Finn cried when he got squeezed. But it's interesting mm-hmm. that Joshua, in his astral form, who apparently has to be aware of the world in some way, waited for Finn to yeah. be 13-ish. And also uh-huh. having defeated very serious monsters in his life he decides oh now's yeah. the time i'm gonna start gonna call you a baby and get you to tough it up there's there's like a there's a logic leap here that i'm not uh i'm not okay with joshua i i think you're just being a jerk he's being a bad dad yeah he gets jake to call finn a whiny baby well that's also i mean that's jake being a bad brother i mean that's come on dude yeah how, well, he how was trying you to have be, like dad trying to be faithful to his dad i mean you saw it hurt jake so much to do it he didn't want to do it yeah but like your dad's dead dude what's he gonna do yell at you if you don't do it yeah he's just honoring the memory of his dad that's that's you know it, well, his which dad's is half important. an asshole so <laughs> kick kick rocks joshua <laughs> well look you're not jake <laughs> yeah thank god i'm much nicer to my brothers in that i don't talk to them because <laughs> they're a bunch of whiny babies I mean, that's the main reason. I mean, it's also because I'm a terrible person. That's uh, uh. that's like that's like the 99 percent reason. But that one percent is like that carries a lot of weight. That mean whiny babies. <laughs> and by whiny babies, I mean successful people with with successful lives whiny and babies. homeowners and wives and, you know, did something with their lives. You've done something with your life. No, I meant something good, though. Sorry, it was implied. I should have been more specific. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so the oh, wait, prize. Wait, wait, sorry, the before end- we move on. Uh, yes, yes. The mimics fight where he, he fights the uh, hot dog and hamburgers. The part where Finn uh-huh. pulls out one of their brains. 
with his with yes. his raw hand, and Jake just goes, "Ew!" Yeah. <laughs> really fun moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Finn is so capable that this dungeon doesn't really prove to be a huge challenge. Oh yeah, this is easy mode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he he easily charms the stink monster. You know, I can't remember. Like, have we easy- have we seen the episode where Jake? tells Finn that he's not helping him for a dungeon and Finn just gets the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that the one with the Displacer Beast? Okay, yeah, yeah. See, that dungeon was yeah. far more difficult. Like, this thing was light. That dungeon <laughs> was brutal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this one is just a piece of cake in comparison. Yeah, uh, and, yeah and, so and your you're girlfriends right. are like, in it, the, uh, the, the, food, the fruit sirens. The, the fruit witches. <laughs> I mean, they originally call them fruit babes, which is what I wrote down, but then uh, later on they're called the fruit witches. I just like the, like the way they, they're doing, like, partake of the fruit. It just feels very siren Oh man, and that that scene where uh, one of the fruit witches gets turned into fruit, and then the other ones eat her and very reveal cool. like her skeleton inside the giant yes. apple. Gruesome. Also, oh, very so um, dark. Um, who's that? On, who's the uh, underworld lady with the with the pomegranate? Persephone. Yeah, it's got like that kind of. Vibe. I mean, obviously Persephone just getting yeah. eaten by her sisters, but it's got this like forbidden fruit. You can't eat it when you're in this, uh, you know, this deep mm-hmm. underground place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that. It was it was done. It was done really well. And then I love the uh, that they're defeated by a fart. Yeah, I'm I'm on record as saying I'm not a big Flattus fan, but that that was fine. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think you are on record saying that. I feel like you're. I've a been huge saying that for years. Of... I really dislike uh, fart jokes. It's not. A, really? I, I mean, I'm gross in every other way, just inexplicably. Don't find them funny. Find them kind of annoying. Is that, that, those are, that's the only category of jokes you don't like. I th- I mean, honestly, I'd rather I'd rather hear like a the world's most disgusting abortion joke than a fart <laughs> joke. No, I don't like racist jokes either, unless they're really good. Okay, but nobody likes racist jokes. Racist, except do. racists. What? Oh, yeah, what, but- what? You don't you know racists aren't people now to you? Wait, what? Are, who am I defending? Hold on. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. They're not people. All right. Fair enough. I'm down with it. You hear that, <laughs> MAGA? Uh, I'm also on record as saying I don't like a lot of the music in this show, mostly when Jeremy uh-huh. uh, Shada sings. However, yeah. uh, Jake beatboxing over the remixed Hollow Message of Joshua was, if oh I may God. sound like a child, was a bop. I, I enjoyed the shit. It was that. amazing when he remixes it. So he's like, the sword is made of babies. Yes. It's <laughs> super, super fun. And yeah, that gives Finn the, uh, the, the, the gumption to get up and just beat the living shit out of this thing at the center of the, that last uh, monster. With, uh, I mean, it ended up with not Joshua's being, sword. it was huge. And yeah, it wasn't that really that tough. The notes on the wiki point out that the key to unlock the sword was around the monster's wrist. I saw but the key there. Finn I couldn't figure out what it was. <laughs> yeah, Finn didn't give a shit. He just went and broke the chains and took the sword. And it's the demon sword. I'm excited about this. You know, uh, Finn goes through a number of really significant swords. And the demon sword, it does play a really significant role later on. Maybe in a Hunts and Abadir episode, I want to say. I think you're or right. Or some other sort of. Yeah. yeah. I think he stabs Hunts uh, and Abadir with the sword at some point. I, I think he does, too. I mean, you can't kill Hunts and Abadir. Yeah. Um, did you happen to write down uh what the mantra is to dispel the demon it's like key othrama pancake yes key othrama pancake oh i was really close okay uh i couldn't yeah. the, the key off part i couldn't quite figure out if that was right or not key othrama pancake because um, I, you know this this goes to the, the 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 crux of the the mantra in this world like the uh, the one we use mm-hmm. to summon hunts and abadir you know that's this is part of yeah. the magical workings of the of the adventure time verse right right it's a it's a little bit of a cult lore uh yeah and you know uh for a while there we were really interested in finding these sorts of like occult incantations in cartoons right so we uh we did the hunts and abadir one we did um uh, Etrigan the demon. Etrigan the demons. The the yeah. Etrigan the living demon. Wasn't there another one we did too, or that we might have talked about? I th- those are the only two that I remember doing. Because there aren't a whole lot of them out there. Yeah, I but think I found we discussed one. other ones and just never did it. Yeah, because the next Halloween yeah. was was uh, when we did that uh, Arnamancy slash Alex Cast combined show, and I, we didn't do any kind of like weird occulty stuff there. That was just a, that was just it was a chat because time. Uh, there was a pandemic on. 
we couldn't we couldn't meet up in person oh yeah that's true yeah glad yeah. that's over um <laughs> i found uh i found another uh cartoon incantation in gravity falls the first time bill cypher shows up they have a they do a ritual to summon him i think actually that may have been what we were discussing because oh, i was, was i think yeah, I, that was my first gravity falls watch was around then yeah it's really really short but it uses a lot of candles yes uh, I, yeah. I, I vaguely remember that. I haven't watched that show in a little bit. Well, that's not true. I've been rewatching it like very recently, but I haven't been watching like in order. Like it's just kind of like yeah. bouncing around like the episodes that are like, I kind of remember that being fun. Yeah. I mean, I guess so like this episode is significant because of uh, the family stuff, because of the introduction of the demon sword and because um, it does kind of display uh, Finn's development as a hero, I think. And Jake's fascination with pancakes. Hey, pancakes are awesome. I know, Everybody's but, you know, uh, Jake's famous bacon pancakes. I don't know if you know this, but Kihoth mm-hmm. Rama is uh, bacon in, I don't know, in Klingon? <laughs> in uh, <laughs> in Nidospheris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's better than the original Klingon. Uh, yeah, um, really, this is a foundational episode of, like, some of the backstory and, like, where we're, where mm-hmm. we're heading with... Uh, Jake's background with Joshua, with the whole, with the whole demonic presence of the, of, of the universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that's good. That's good. Everybody should watch this episode and then, um, and then yell at us about how we're wrong. Yeah. Don't do on that. On Blue Sky. Though. I'm sensitive. Where we but are. Definitely go to Blue Sky. Uh, Blue yeah. Wizbiz Podcast yes. on Blue Sky. Do that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it's time for a segment. Hold on. Do I have a sound effect for that? Reveal the path and grant me passage. Reveal the path and grant me passage. I only have the same. No, here's of- here's the problem with that. No, there's yeah. no problem with that. I love that. I was doing a rule 34 thing in my head. Oh no. It just reveal the path and grant me passage. Gross. A, no, now I'm doing a rule 34 yeah, thing in I'm my head. I'm not filling in the blanks, but I think the audience at home I think there's a bunch of ways to take that in a dirty direction. Yeah, yeah, audience at home, uh, please, uh, if you do feel the need to take that in a dirty direction, please pause the podcast while doing it because um, I was going to say I'm 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 Alex Bolin on Blue Sky. I'm still on Twitter as Alex Bolin, so like hit me up. I'm I'm, I'm like my brain's already broken. You can't, I, it can't get worse than this. So have fun. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah, that's definitely it. it should go, it should go in everybody. Feel free to reveal fans. your path to me and, and uh-huh. grant yeah. If you need the the wave file for it, I'd be happy to pass it along audience uh yeah now i was just more looking for like dm titties but uh you know <laughs> all right so i uh i got some so, i got some shiny rocks if you want them well i was actually just about to ask do you have any shiny rocks i do i have got a bunch of shiny rocks and uh um, all right let's let's reveal some shiny rocks i have 15 shiny rocks from 15 well i mean we're not going to do all of them uh this okay. is from citationmachine.net uh this is 15 old-timey words we need to bring back so oh, I'm uh, excited. I love old timey words. I'm going to start with uh, uh, a good what I think is a good one. And then you can choose some at random. Uh, okay. Cavalier. C-A-V-I-L-E-R. Cavalier. Yeah. Don't know it. That is a person who raises trivial uh, objections. Uh, <laughs> the the example <laughs> sentence I have is, ugh, Mark is such a cavalier. Every time we say an idea, he always has some sort of ridiculous issue with it. Which I'm not saying it's like a hundred percent accurate to me, but like it's not, it's not inaccurate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've always had that feeling about Mark. Yeah, uh, yeah, fucking Mark. Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm gonna do one more, and then you can choose. I forgot this one's good too. Okay, okay. Um, Bijou. Uh, <laughs> well, I know that there's. Uh, I think a Bijou is a type of theater. Yeah, I there is a. Thank you. There, that's not what this is, but I think they're related. Oh. Because I, I okay, knew that okay. word too, or there's a word that sounds a, like that. Because I was like, no, that's like some kind of entertainment thing. I wasn't thinking theater, but yeah, same concept. Um, well, I know that there, uh, there in Eugene, which is a city in Oregon, for those of you who aren't aware. And Alex, you might not know that either. Eugene's a city I have, in Oregon. I have been to Eugene more than once. I've played a disc okay, golf okay, tournament well, in Eugene. 
When I was just a young Eric, uh, I used to go to the Bijou Theater in Eugene, and I always wanted to know what that meant. And I remember looking it up and being like, "Oh, it's a type of theater." But I mean, that's a, that was also a long time ago, so it could have been my imagination. But this is also an old timey word because I can sort of see where this might be the origin of that. So anyway, this is um, it is the plural form of jewelry or trinkets. Oh, so um, singular version is Bijou. So the one, this one is B I J O U X. The singular is B-I-J-O-U. Um, but I oh. can see like, you know, kind of costume jewelry could lead to like there could be a, uh-huh. a, a, a etymological uh, uh, pairing uh, twix those yeah, two for words. Sure. OK, so I told you but number don't one. You and say, number... So you say bijou and bijou the same way, though, right? I'm sure if I were better at French or I bothered to look it up, there might be a subtle uh-huh. uh, pronunciation difference. But uh one, I think it might be bijou and bijou. Is bijou might be the singular bijou because O U X? I think is you. This is like an, an Aaron sound. and Aaron thing, isn't it? Well, did you not hear the difference between those two? Because I swear I was saying two different things that time. I heard the difference. Okay, well I don't know. I'd say you know, you got your broken ass West Coast ears. <laughs> Whatever. You don't even have a mid Atlantic accent. <laughs> I don't. I wish I did. I know. I wish I yeah. did too. <laughs> oh, the styles before me. We gotta I toughen I you up. See. Um. <laughs> Okay, so I'd give you number one and number three of 15. Uh, you pick a couple more until we get bored of this. Um, okay, I'm going to pick two uh, based on my birthday. So let's do 11 for the month. Okay, 11. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, no, no. I, I'm going to read the word. Oh, I know why it sounded weird to me. Okay. Uh, pick-a-roon. Okay, okay. Pick-a-roon. P-I-C-A-R-O-O-N. Yes, I know this one. I know that uh, I've come across. I read. I read a lot of uh, Victorian yes, novels. Yes, that is the word you're thinking of. This is used in that in that time. Uh, and I I cannot remember this one. I don't know. Uh, it is a a, a scoundrel. Uh, I was gonna guess it was something like yeah. that. Okay, like Mark the Cavalier. He's Fucking a bit of Mark. a pickeroon. Don't even get me started on that guy. Uh, okay, that was number eleven. And what's the other one? And then to the next. Let's do for, for the day of my birthday. 14? 12. 12. Close enough. Quaggy. Quaggy. Mm-hmm. Um, is... I'm going to say that it's possibly marshy or swampy. Exactly. I was going to say this is guessable. Yeah, yeah. It's quite, yeah, exactly. Yeah, marshy yeah. or sw- uh, boggy. Yeah. Yeah, because a quag is a great Scrabble word. And um, it's the mm-hmm. only reason and I know it. Quagmire it's because it's is, got two Gs and a Q. A, a, lot of, lot of, lot of points yeah. there. Oh, man. Let's wait. So and quag on its own has two Gs. No, you're or right. one G. It's one G. Yeah, it's one yeah. G. It's still a good amount of points. Yeah. 14. That's okay. Right. Let's, um, so we, it goes up to 15, huh? Yeah. Let's do, uh, let's do a prime number. How about number seven? Oh, good. There's a couple of like really easy ones. This is not one. Oh, you might know this. Oh, okay. wait. Now you do know this. Fan Todds. Fan Todds? Yeah. I don't know it. Uh, How do you spell it? It's F A N dash T O D S. Their description is, if you've read Mark Twain's Huckleberry Finn, you might recognize this word. When you're in a state of apprehension or restlessness, you've got the fantods. Uh, I don't remember that. So, no, I didn't think you'd remember that, but that is the name of the Edward Gorey, uh, uh, in quotes, tarot deck, which is more of a... um, Really? Yeah, the fantod deck, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, that's what I thought. Yeah, I, I thought you'd be familiar with that, and then then back. Not that I could have defined it, but you could go. Oh, that's that Edward Gorey deck thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually do not have the Edward uh, Gorey deck. Um, I would love to have it, but you know, I'm not, I'm not all into the goth stuff. Well, shockingly enough, uh, I, of course I have it. Uh, it's not a full deck, yeah. but it's cool. Next time you're here, I'll show you it. Yeah. I, I'm going to do okay. one more. No, you're gonna you're gonna guess them, but don't guess fifteen or fourteen because they're super super easy regular words that are still in use. Let's do four. Oh, four is a good one. Crinkum, okay. crankum, 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 dash crankum, crankum, crankum. crankum. Yeah, C R I N K U M C R A N K U M. Okay, I'm gonna guess crankum, crankum is probably a term to refer to like a bunch of junk like trinkets and stuff like like look at all this crinkum crankum that we've got to clean up you're not i'm gonna give you like three out of five points that was really close okay now i'm gonna give you all five um okay 
first documented in 1670, this word refers to elaborate decoration or detail, uh, perhaps one that <gasps> uh, skews on the more excessive side. Um, the crinkum crankum on the shirt collar might be a bit much, but it does make it memorable. Ooh, ooh, or um, or uh, I love Christmas because of all the crinkum crankum on the Christmas tree. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. but that was 1670, and that was before America was founded, so Christmas didn't exist. I don't, right, I just, right. I just, yes, because I, just, yeah. I, just, <laughs> I wanted to be fun. Um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, uh, that's all the good ones. There's Gadzooks is on here. Uh, mm-hmm. Rapscallion. Gadzooks is on there. Zounds. Rapscallions and Zounds. Well, Zounds. Those are all easy ones. Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why I wanted to skip up. Oh, you know what? This is a good one, and I, I do like Zounds. I want, I want, I like, I like the ones that you get right. So, do you know what Peregrinate is? Peregrinate. Um, you know, I, I should because uh, Peregrine is one of those words that I have looked up a million times. Um, Peregrinate probably would be to make Peregrine, but I can't remember what Peregrine is. Oh, I thought because you're a birder, like the Peregrine Falcon. Uh, Peregrinate uh, well, means, peregrine... To tra- means means to travel. Oh, so I think the peregrine falcon oh. is a is a the traveling falcon, or they have nothing to do fast. with each other. The oh, but I just thought I I know you I know you know bird words. You know bird word. Me yeah, say yeah. Bird I word. mean, I know the peregrine falcon, yeah. of course. Uh, I have a great peregrine falcon story, but I'm not going to tell it right now. Okay, you can tell it after the next episode. All right, that's that's all we want to read okay. from this list. Um, yeah, because there's also a few more that uh, are hard to pronounce. So I'm closing it. I mean, zounds is a really fun one because it's a it's a contraction of God's yeah, wounds. God, God's wounds. Yeah. Gadzooks, I think uh, it's the same contraction, actually. It might be, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's an ejaculation. Yeah. Zounds. Uh, by the way, uh, the best <laughs> thing if if you're out there and you have kids and they're getting to like the advanced reading age, uh, and you're like, oh, you know, you'd be cool. Let them read uh, the Sh- the Sherlock Holmes. Uh, yeah. Man, does Watson ejaculate? all over the place like he ejaculates he, he, there's so, so much ejaculation much. <laughs> it was very fun because i read that i read that at the age that that really made me giggle yeah so yeah, yeah i mean he his his ejaculate is just sprinkled liberally all over the pages the best one is where uh i think holmes ejaculated out of a window <laughs> just just maybe just just maybe titter oh god <laughs> i was drinking excuse me okay i'm alive yeah here All right, so let's talk about uh, the next episode, Incendium. Uh, Incendium. Lots oh, of man. lots of good occulty stuff. Well, not lots of good occulty stuff. Lots of good um, pop culture occulty stuff in here. Uh, yeah, this is a really good episode uh, overall, and I think I know some of the plot holes that you're going to be pointing out. Um, yeah, I think. Well, one is very obvious, but we'll get to it as, as the go as, as yeah. the episode goes on. Yeah, another episode that starts so, on a roof. Uh, this time, uh, PB mm-hmm. has invented liquid pyrotechnics, uh, which is being ejaculated all over the air. And uh, yeah. there is a – I don't cringe <laughs> for cartoons very often, but uh-huh. Jake is on PB's oh lap and she calls him puppy. Finn is so jealous that he crawls over, tries to put his head in her lap too. And she's like, Finn, what are you doing, man? Don't make it weird. And I just felt so yeah. fucking bad for the young man. Like, oh, God, oh I get God, it, dude. Me too. I just – I can understand why Finn has a crush on Princess Bubblegum. Yeah, she's a smoke She show. is yeah. literally, yeah, but also she's literally the most capable female character that we've encountered. Maybe aside from Lady Rainicorn, who's a dog. So Finn should have And um, Tree Trunks knows how to bake but, pies. That's pretty good. Yeah, but Tree Trunks is like, that's, that's like, that, she would be like Finn's grandma. I don't think that that's possible. Whatever. I mean, he's already lusting after someone his mom's age. I don't think age is a factor with Mr. Finn. That's true. Yeah, and why would it be? I mean, they're all they're all non-human. Yeah, anyone right? to fuck Marsley? So, she's like a thousand. I mean, look, dude, that's I ain't blaming him. Oh wait, no, I think I think I established <laughs> canonically that I'm not attracted to her. Sorry, I'm trying to keep Alex's my own head canon about myself in line. Oh right, right, yeah. right. With reality, yeah, yeah, it's it's important. You don't want to create some sort of like time space continuum rift well the problem with you... just making shit up at the time and not having the best memory mm-hmm. for aforementioned shit is i'll just say uh-huh. the opposite if i think it's also funny and then, <laughs> then it goes if ever we have an audience people go like 
Alex, you know, you said the exact opposite thing. Like you told two stories of your childhood that completely contradict each other. And I'll go, hey, look over there. So that guy's doing a thing. Then uh, make that, then I'll become a, a smoke shape. Look at that cavalier. Yeah. <laughs> look at that cavalier rummaging around in that box of bijou. Yes. What a picaroon. Uh, yes. Um, so yeah, that, that cringe moment of Finn in, in, in PB's lap is painful. And I felt so yeah. bad for the young man. For about six seconds, and then that fucker starts to sing, and I'm like, nope, don't feel bad anymore. Fuck you. I hate your singing. <laughs> oh, man. But then, like, seeing him, like, mooning and and moping with the pictures and his lock of Princess Bubblegum's hair that he's had for so many episodes, that's like, aside from his backpack and his hat, it's like the thing that shows up in his possession more often than anything Think about else. how freaking dirty that's got to be. That's a that's a chunk of bubblegum. It's a lump of bubblegum. hair Ugh. and dust, just the dog hair oh, alone. And God. Just, like whatever, yeah. whatever BMO is excretes like, oh, boy, it's ugh. 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 Yeah, because he's it's always on the floor. He hides it in weird places. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it, though. You know, it's it's just um, it's gross. Uh, that we didn't talk about yeah. it when we we're talking about Fiona and Cake, uh, which, by the way, go to our, our um, YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. And uh, we did a Halloween show where we talked about the entirety of Fiona and Cake, including doing a yeah, we, it, it was we did it in a yeah, uh, we did it in a really fun way. Right. Because we did it kind of nonlinearly. Yes, uh, we did. We did bracketed episodes against each other. Sports guy, yeah. you know, because Eric and I are big sports guys. Uh, we sported mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. shit up. But uh, th- we, what yeah. we didn't talk about, and I wanted to bring it up, and this kind of goes somewhat related to what we're talking about here. Uh, that spot where PB just bites a chunk of her own arm off to use it as yeah. an adhesive was fucking badass. That's badass. And, uh, like on a gross level. But like you see that her inner gum is of a darker shade. Yeah. And, like where, you yeah. know, the, the gusher theory that we've come up with, with in the past. Uh, so uh, I f- is that a theory? No, I just we did an, we did an audiogram and something to do with uh, gushers the gum. I don't remember it. Okay. I'm pretty sure I made that one too, um, but I don't remember it. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's impossible. I can't imagine. I mean, it, I don't know. PB. There's no way that PB doesn't realize that Finn has these feelings. Oh, she knows. And she no, no. Never, I think she was pretty. I know, but she never really like. She never really tells him no. She'll be like, no, oh, I'm she too told, old no, for you she or told something. Them absolutely no. After remember when she was uh, young for an episode? Yeah. The next she episode, she said, no, Finn, I'm far too old for you. We can only be friends. She 100 percent said in, in, in clear true. language, dude, this ain't happening. No, I'm not. He's 13. That that kid ain't hearing it. PB needs to yeah. repeat that message and repeat it clearer because the amount of hormones that young yeah. man is dealing with, your brain be full of stupid juice. Like you need, he needs, he needs oh, like man. a daily reminder. He needs to have a BMO uh, alarm clock that every morning BMO goes off going, uh, Princess Bubblegum only likes you as a friend. I wish I could do a BMO impression. <laughs> I can't, um, obviously. <laughs> I wonder if we could, um, if we could get on, what's that? The, there's that website where you can get uh, celebrities to oh, send cameo, messages. Yeah. Oh wait, but you you have the uh, you did the AI thing with Bimo's voice. Yeah, but I, I only signed up for a month, and well, I guess we have a couple more weeks that we could do it. Let's do it. We want. I, I want that clip. That yeah. would be hilarious. Oh, wait, do you still have that? I don't think the, the audience at home hasn't heard that clip. Hello, I am Bimo. You are listening to Wizbiz with Alex and Eric. Also, Alex is super handsome and cool. Eric smells like butts. I mean, it's as, as true today canon? as it was when it was recorded. <laughs> And I don't mean I don't mean I don't mean human butts. I mean cigarette butts. You. Oh, I thought that was better. Well, I do have a human butt though. Yeah, but like I, I'm not smelling down there. Yeah, me neither. I, I can't reach that far. Oh, come on, don't don't sell yourself short. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the, the what happens is Jake says, "Look, anybody that uh, I need to I need to get uh, Finn a girlfriend." I'm going to find her somebody new yeah. to try, crush on. And he leaves BMO I mean, in uh, charge of Finn. This is <laughs> plot hole number one. It is revealed. He says, watch, watch Finn with your BMO video eyes or whatever he says. Mm-hmm. Later in the episode, and it is shown Jake that he ha- has a little device. He has a, he has a f- device that he can see through BMO's eyes what's going on. Yeah, I'm not going to list it them because I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I'm sure there's been 1,700 episodes where that would have come in handy. Anytime Bebo, anytime Bebo went missing, like there's just mm-hmm. 
and they just it's forgotten about. And I'm not like I'm not actually complaining, yeah. but it just jumped out of like, man, that would have been really handy later. <laughs> the thing that really struck me about it is this was the second episode in a row where that kind of like holographic video technology mm. showed up. Like we had we had weird sci-fi gadgets two episodes in a row, and that they, they those do not show up super often. Oh, you know what? Actually, yeah, going back to the uh, high technology thing. We were introduced to Jake's newspaper. That's a holographic newspaper that's delivered across Ooh, because he's got an advice column yeah. in it. So that's pretty high tech. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but like, you know, then we see um, Ice King's computer all the time. And it does have kind of a holographic screen, but the interface is really. Yeah, the interface is jank enough. And he's made of magic that like that I can kind of write off. It's like, yeah, I guess it's it's yeah. a magic technology. That's barely. Te- yeah. And we've we've actually talked about that before, like. Maybe because of all the magic, you know, there's a, there's a real mystery uh, around magic and technology in um, in Ooh, and we know where Princess Bubblegum ends up coming down. Like she's like, there is no such thing as magic. All magic is technology. Yeah, it's all just science stuff. And but there's just so much stuff that doesn't really seem to fit that. Well, sort of. I mean, this is like magic. I was going to say this is like a this is like a a side conversation, but this is actually the conversation for our, mm-hmm. for our show is. Mm-hmm. when magic is sufficiently explained like it's magic mm-hmm. is let's say prayer is magic prayer is a form of magic that's i think we can both kind of agree uh-huh. on when oh, yeah, shown absolutely. that there is a god that is answering those prayers i don't think it's magic anymore it'd be like a why not like, well because like a baby crying a giant uh-huh. being comes into the room and gives it food that's not magic that is that is just a different form of nature that is not understood by the baby. Well, I think that magic is usually seen as by practitioners in the real world of magic. I think magic is seen as something that is part of nature. Yeah. So I think PV's kind of right. Uh, it's just you know yeah. she's also like, I mean, really, she in many episodes she's painted as some weird like project paperclip Nazi scientist. So like you know, I think there's a certain amount of, mm-hmm. of cold German engineering in her that doesn't allow for uh, that kind of uh, uh, wonderful spiritual thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's probably the case. Uh, um, yeah. All right. So Jake yeah. is going off into the wilderness, inexplicably wearing red uh, galoshes. Uh, to to try to find Finn a girlfriend, and he hears some womanly screaming from inside of a bucket. And what do we see? But <laughs> Boobo from Attack of the Titans. Boobo, two boobos, <laughs> two boobos, two boobos attacking. Oh man, attacking I, a bucket. Yeah. I I had a really weird time watching this episode because I I don't think I'd seen it in a really long time. Like I had kind of forgotten most of it, and I was kind of like, wait, this is the Flame Princess introduction episode, right? But like I don't remember any of this. I didn't remember any of it either. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Flambo is in the bucket, uh, and we talked about Flambo not too long ago. Uh, but you know, he, he's he's a he's a pretty important character for a while until uh, uh, Cinnamon Bun takes over as uh, Flame Princess. I was trying to think about uh, that. Champion. Did we meet Flambo yet? Yes. When? What? Yeah, because Jake already knew him. Yeah, but what episode was that? I couldn't come up with it. Uh, hold on. Let me. I'm gonna just do the cheater. Thing oh, sorry. I, yeah, I, I could have looked it up. I just, I just, I generally just think you'll remember, so I'll just ask instead of <laughs> instead of going to the internet. There's so many of the episodes. I, I don't have. I, I don't really have nerd brain for remembering all of those things uh, in Adventure Time. Oh, I wasn't thinking um, the episode. I thought you'd remember the episode of Whizbiz that we talked about it and go, oh yeah, we were talking about. Yeah. Oh you, like, yeah, yeah. Like let's your see, memory palace Flambo. is this podcast, and then you'd go through to the room from episode <laughs> five. Yeah. <laughs> so Flambo, who has a Bronx accent, first showed up in uh, Business Time. Oh. The episode uh, that's in the in the first season. It's the so it would have been our yeah the one with Brian. It would have been our uh, our fourth episode probably. Oh man, I don't remember him in that at fucking all. I mean, I I I, I believe the wiki. He might have just had at, a but, really really yeah, yeah. minor uh, appearance. Um, but yeah, that was that was a, that was in season one. So Flambo's been around for a long time. Uh, Finn uses them to light a flamethrower in season one. Hmm. Um, but yeah, he's been in uh, he's been in three episodes so far. So this is uh, this is this is his fourth appearance. It looks like. Yeah, and I do like uh, his accent because it's that like old school. Uh, did they say Brooklyn or Bronx? 
Bronx. Bronx. Yeah. That old, old like, school. Because there used to be two very distinct accents between those two. And you, I only know uh-huh. them from, uh, you can still hear it, but it's it's blended a lot into just being a New York accent. But like in the old uh, Looney yeah. Tune cartoons. Um, yeah. Yeah. There was like Bugs has a Brooklyn accent, I think, or, or you know, one of those. And it's just, it's, it's just, a, it's, <laughs> it's one of the many lost accents of, of modernity that, you know, we've kind of condensed all of our speech into one homogenous, boring thing. We need to start inventing new accents. Well, the kids are doing it that, you know, for real, for real, bussin', et cetera. Oh, yeah. W Riz. Yes. I don't know about the W part. And yeah. Riz, I'm familiar with. Well, yeah. So Riz takes some modifiers. Like W Riz is when your Riz is increasing, like you're winning. Oh, Riz, W as in also... win, like W and or F. Okay, yeah. got it, got it. Yeah. Wait, what would F be? F is fail. Fail. Yeah, I don't know if they call it F Riz or L Riz or what when you start losing. Oh, your I was Riz. thinking of L actually. Oh, yeah. Sorry, F isn't the right. L was what I was Maybe thinking. Maybe it is of. L. L Riz. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, not to say that L Riz is a real thing. Uh, I I have it if it is real. Uh, <laughs> I've got like anti Riz. <laughs> we call that counter Riz. Yeah. You know the old phrase: nobody beats Riz. the Riz except for Alex. Nobody Alex, beats the Riz. Alex has no Riz. Um. So yeah, okay. So Flambo. Uh, okay, here's here's something that I really want to know. Flambo seems to have a level of loyalty to Flame Princess mm-hmm. here. Like he wants Flame Princess to get out. He probably knows that Finn and Jake, even though they are frequently bumbling idiots, get what they want. Maybe, but I mean, also he's working like, for sentient fire i can't imagine in his head he thinks hey you know what can stop this that child and his dog no he he uh, right except that you know flame princess is locked up for a good reason which we discover later i mean yeah i guess so i just she's supposed to be evil why is she being locked up her dad's evil he knows she's evil why would he lock her up because there's a difference between being evil and destroying the world oh so this is like kind of that chaotic neutral chaotic whatever like D alignment yeah, thing okay. yeah like the the flame king is evil but he doesn't really want to destroy the world he wants to probably control it so he would be what chaotic lawful i don't i don't know the classes i mean i mean he could still be chaotic evil no, but he wouldn't be chaotic then. He'd be lawful evil that's what i'm thinking of and she'd be yeah, maybe lawful evil or neutral he might be neutral yeah evil. and she'd be like so I don't think she's evil. She's just chaotic. She's like a she's like a Loki. She's chaotic neutral. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah. basically like a level fifty paladin now because I know all this stuff. <laughs> Literally, don't know if paladins oh, are boy. in that game. Um, <laughs> I don't think he'd be a paladin. Probably not. Uh, so he in thanks for um, saving him. Uh, Flambo's like, oh yeah, I know. I don't just the dame you're looking for. Uh, same age as Finn. Yeah, let's let's introduce him. So they go to the uh, to the Flame Kingdom or the Fire Kingdom, mm-hmm. and which, by the way, it should be called Flame Kingdom because he's Flambo. It just flame works better. The fire throws me off. It's Flame Princess, isn't it? Is it Fire Princess? It's Flame Princess. It's Flame Princess, but the kingdom is the Fire Kingdom, and he, I think he's the Fire King, not the Flame. And it's the Fire King. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, wait, maybe but. Fire is male and Flame is female. Um, it's Flambo, but isn't? Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, who, oh, who cares? But okay. This is where the, the massive, gender? massive plot hole that's going to come up like in like tomorrow's episode uh, by tomorrow, yeah. two weeks from now. They go to the Nidosphere. Uh-huh. Flambo does an incantation and writes some runes in the air, which seem very cool. They look yeah. like uh, like some kind of I don't know. What, what are they? I was going to ask you. Like Enochian Klingon Enochian mix kind of or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And he, sp- and he casts flame, flame shield. shield. He spits on Jake's head. And now Jake can interact with anything in the Flame Kingdom and not be burnt. Mm hmm. Yeah. Spoiler alert for the coming episodes, people at home. Uh, Finn and Flame Princess have a tryst going, but their, their their physical advances are stopped by the fact that he gets burnt every time they touch. Yeah. Her best friend knows a spell that could make Finn be able to hold her hand or give her little 13-year-old smooches. And motherfucker never does it. Finn gets wrapped up in a tinfoil burrito so they could have any yeah. form of, like, closeness and there's a yeah. spell right fucking there and that and, and i know that you don't think ahead so, in the show but like that's to me that's a massive massive plot hole it's a massive hole they and they do use um 
they do use flame shield again in mm-hmm. the future. Uh, yeah, with um, like uh, every time they bot. visit. Yeah. Right, but even even uh, Finn and Jake use it. Yeah. Or protection from fire. They use they use spells every time they go to the fire kingdom. It does make me wonder if that spell maybe only works in the fire kingdom. Maybe that's something we should pay attention to and see. But um, but yeah, I agree that it's really super weird that they never use that when they're on dates. Yeah. And maybe it's because Flambeau isn't supposed to know that they're dating. No, but I mean, the fact is that he can cast it. You would assume the princess of the land that he's from, who who is known to use magic, uh-huh. could just learn the runes. It would take four seconds. Yeah, she should be more invested in that relationship. Yeah, and she's not like a dummy, and she's good at lyrics. We found out later when she becomes a rapper in, some, in, in probably the worst subplot in Adventure Time history. Uh, but... <laughs> Why did you? Oh, man. Yeah, no, it's not no, good. Okay, yeah. uh, I like her as a character, and I like that they kept giving that actress money, but like, boy, that's you just just don't even have her on the show if that's rap what you're going to do. Rap Bear and Son of Rap yeah. Bear. Rap Bear is fine. It's just her <laughs> rapping against it was so stupid. Um, but yeah, yeah, that, that flame shield causes uh, much in the way of plot hole as, as next season mm-hmm. goes on. And then Fire King has one of the best lines of the season. Cool, Silence, my molten mamas. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> you killed Just my like, jester. Yes. I hated my jester. That's another fun one. Yeah. <laughs> Did you look up who um, Flame King's voice is? It sounds very familiar. Is that like a like a oh. Keith David David Keith kind of yeah. thing? <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay. who it is. Yeah, it sounds like I just watched yeah. the thing uh, and he's in that, and I'm like, I think that's him. He yeah. is. Yeah, he's kind of one of those um, those that guy actors where you see him and you're like, oh, my God, it's that yeah. guy. And then you're like, what have I seen him in before? Because he, he shows up as, as a supporting actor yeah. a lot. Well, he's in The Thing and it's great. Everybody should watch it and mm-hmm. listen to yeah. John and I talk about Absolutely. it. And John and I stuff available on all podcatchers. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so Jake goes through this whole rigmarole to get Flame Princess released, and Flame Princess is pissed. Oh, wait, wait, sorry, correct, but let's Finn. Wait, wait, sorry, before we get to that, there's a great song in this episode to counteract Finn's shitty one earlier. So Jake gets a fire uh-huh. guitar and sings a and he plays a, 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 yeah a serenade for her that he says Finn wrote yes. that that's like there's a fire inside my body and it is a catchy goddamn song it is yes it's I a just, good I, one. I shit on the music in the show listening. often enough that like I want to make sure that it's not that I just hate that little boy <laughs> and sorry please, please continue your point that actually uh furthered the episode and didn't just well, I was just gonna sort of talk about like it's super significant that this is the last episode of the season because it is sort of setting up Finn's first real relationship. You know, yeah, he and I, Flame I'm Princess pretty sure he fucked a, that horse in that one episode, though. Okay, that's good. <laughs> that's a good point. But that's not a relationship. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. A one night stand is yeah, not yeah, a relationship. You're right. You're right. My bad. Especially My bad. Yeah. when it's probably non consensual. Well, no, because it was Ice King inside of that. I'm pretty sure Ice King would be fine with it. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, you're right. It's it would be it, its first relationship. It's all thirteen year old heart, and it's adorable, and it's coming up soon. But you know, just going back to that mm-hmm. flame shield thing, which is like nothing in the universe would stop me at thirteen if I had a willing girl there that would let me smooch her. There is no fucking way I'm not letting me not knowing a Nokian fucking script to just to, to prevent me from. Yeah, from I mean, can't can't uh, Finn learn how to cast that? I would think or Jake? Jake's good at magic. Yeah, they should have found out. They should have found a better way. Yeah. Agreed. Well, that's that's, that's uh, talk for next of, season. Yeah. Uh, underline the fact that uh, Finn and Jake are kind of idiots. Yes, this is true. Yeah, especially Jake because Jake's uh, yeah. like supposed to be the adult here. Uh, Finn's allowed to be dumb. He's like a child. But Jake should know better. But although we've learned frequently that he's pretty dumb too. He's wise in some ways and idiotic in some ways. Uh, but the the final scene where so like uh, so the final scene there's. Uh, you know, Flame Princess shows up at the treehouse, ready to just destroy Finn, uh, but she accidentally sets off the um, yeah. ejaculating yeah. fireworks. Check off liquid pyrotechnics. Those... Yeah, yeah, you can't have liquid pyrotechnics without them being used. That's it is Chekhov's. Yeah, it's rule. introduced in the first act. Um, and has to has to show up in the third. And and Finn has to save her from falling, and uh, you know it's still yeah. And then his last line, dude, I think I have a crush. Yeah, which is really nice. Like 
It was great. And you know what? That's understandable, too. Because, you know, it's this, it, she, she's, she's Finn's age. She's, uh, she's an attractive princess. She's capable and powerful, uh, but still shows vulnerability and, and, who, and, who is, and is kind of unavailable. Who doesn't love a bad bitch? I yeah. know, I know. A molten mama. I um I don't use I mean she is literally hot. <laughs> yes. I don't use I don't use bitch <laughs> often. But I love when when like women talk to each other and refer like when they're doing well sexually as them being a bad bitch. And as I said, I'm like, yeah, I don't think that was my word to use. So apologies to the audience. But I very much enjoy it and please understand that's used in love. <laughs> yeah, I really I really do love uh Flame Princess as a character. She's uh, she's a super delightful character. I'm really glad that she turns into a recurring yeah. character. And, uh, you know, her her storyline, um, at first she is just a foil for Finn as he's growing up. But she develops into her own character. And, um, and I love it. It's great. You know, she's got her own desires and her own motivations. And it's not the same as some of the other characters sometimes and when push comes to shove she turns into an excellent ruler of fire kingdom yeah. and it's nice to like get out of the princess bubblegum rut we've had three seasons of the same mm-hmm. you know dynamic so that's it's nice to kind of move on a little bit yeah oh man finn has been mooning over her since the very beginning and it's time for him to learn more about himself yeah uh I can't let this episode uh, discussion close without pointing out, I, I don't know this, and I'm assuming it's a childhood game that I was unfamiliar with, but Bimo is standing behind Finn and sees Finn has a bit of a plumber's crack, and he puts his hands together in and a triangle and says, hands. duck, 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 goose, and the assumption is that he just shoved his hands into Finn's butt crack. That was yeah, adorable, it's a, it's, uh, but I was unfamiliar with that. It's like a Japanese or Korean Oh, prank is that the deal? It totally it makes is. sense. Like it's dropping yeah. dropping a pencil down your buddy's butt crack at, in school when it's showing. Like mm-hmm. totally get it, but I never the the the, the duck duck goose version uh, is hilarious, and I wish I was uh, eight and knew about that. Uh, you know, I have uh, uh, listened to you tell a lot of jokes over the years, and um, I don't think anybody would uh, fault you for. I mean, you basically have an eight year old sense of humor. Yeah, but an eight year old doesn't understand consent, and I do. Right. Yes. Yes. I think it's a it's a horrifying looking prank, and uh, I'm glad that it's not something that uh, ever caught on in any group of friends. That I you know, have. it's horrifying, but it's like, well, wait a second. It's it's exponentially better than a wet willy. I'd much rather have my buddy like because he's the one that's getting poo on his hands. Like, I'd much rather uh-huh. him like than put your fucking wet finger in someone's ear. That's the grossest trick that's ever been played on, man. Yeah. It's dead. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know that. Well, I guess I've had a wet willy. It just. Didn't strike me as that. Oh, it's fucking horrifying. awful. Ugh, fucking hate a wet willy. <laughs> I'll give you one next time I see you. You can, you can figure it out. No, you won't. You won't. That's that's I, off yeah. limits. You have zero wet willy oh, consent. Well, yeah. Zero. Too wo- bad. The whole the whole internet knows Too this bad. now. All forty. I'm from the twentieth century. I don't understand consent. Here comes the willy. Damn it! <laughs> I put my willy in Eric's ear. And he ejaculated. <laughs> Although very accurate, given my theory. Ooh, butt stuff. <laughs> exactly. Reveal the path and grant me passage. <laughs> uh, in in also notes about this episode, uh, the next note up in my Google Keep file, it's just the name Kyle. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with uh, with uh, Wizbiz. I just have no fucking idea why yeah, it's I don't literally it just the name Kyle. And I wonder if I swipe that in, in an attempt to write another word. Didn't notice, closed be. it, and then I haven't seen it for like a month, so I have no memory of like trying to type, you know, uh, keys or or uh, ke- yeah. Keep reminding yourself to keep on trucking. Oh, uh, another um, another uh, thing about this episode that, that did kind of bother me is, um, and and this is understandable, right? Like they didn't. I doubt that they had the next season planned out very well when they were writing this episode. I wasn't really like. If you watch future appearances of Flame Princess and then come back and watch this one, I was I was kind of displeased with uh, how her personality was portrayed while she was in her prison. Mm. Like, it just didn't seem very Flame Princess-like. And I thought that's actually one of the plot holes you're going to bring up. It's like, that, why was she acting like well, that? Well, 
Yeah. To me, but- it's she's there. She's under the the thumb of her tyrannical father. She hasn't had her first relationship. Uh-huh. She doesn't know much about the outside world. You know, I I'm right because I mean I guess technically she's also thirteen. Uh, yeah. Years so old. I'm fine with like. I mean, you're right. It's just they didn't plan out the next season. But because of the situation we're mm-hmm. introduced to her, I'm kind of fine kind of writing that off of just like, ah, you know, I don't know. She hasn't learned anything yet. And yeah. Finn, Finn awakened That's in a her uh, 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 yearning for, for life, the universe and everything. For for uh, for seared flesh. Yeah. Seared, <laughs> seared little <Yeah>. boy lips. <laughs> uh well uh i think that's that's pretty much all we have to say this is the end of season three like uh the next time we meet the next time uh you hear us speaking about anything well actually we're gonna be on twitch probably before that but uh at least one of us will be playing a video game on twitch so you should definitely subscribe to our twitch channel subscribe to our youtube channel and uh, follow us on the TikTok. Yes, I am uh, going to be playing The Legend of Zelda again uh, very soon. I almost did it today, but I got okay. distracted by crippling depression. But, you know, I, eventually <laughs> I'm going to, yeah. It, it happens. Yeah, frequently. My brain's <laughs> broken. It's terrible. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, what are you going to do? You, know, you, weren't, you, you weren't my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so uh check us out on all those things make sure to go to our youtube page because that seems to be the one that we're like putting effort in because twitter collapsed and blue sky has like seven people on it so like i feel like youtube is probably where you're gonna find the best effort out of us and uh as well as yeah, uh, and, and, uh, uh, uh the the tiktok yeah and you can actually subscribe to the podcast on youtube uh especially since well theoretically because uh, i the 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 program I was using that uploaded all of it, uh, no longer uh-huh. it's it, like I only paid for a month. So if you guys want okay. it, we can figure yeah, out a way to gonna... do it. It just uh, I that is not that that's over now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you are interested in that, you can also you can always uh, email us uh, whizbizpodcast at gmail and tell us, uh, hey, I would you know love it if your podcast was on YouTube. I would love it if your podcast is on blah blah blah, and we'll 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 check out uh, other options if you if you are loyal listeners. Yeah, we'll them. we'll listen to you, and um, we don't you know we don't have a huge audience, so yeah. like your word means like a lot to us. So like if anybody out there like it's, really yeah, it's really wants to say something nice if you give to, us, to me or something really horrible to mm-hmm. Eric, like just just email us. If you want to uh, you know just ejaculate at us in an email, that's yes. fine. And just just to be clear, Eric doesn't smell like butts. It's true. I smell amazing, like flowers, like roses. You smell like a like Egyptian musk. You smell like a like a lumberjack. Eric's like a, like a manly musk. Like a lumberjack. Yeah. Thank you for listening to season three of Whizbiz with Alex and Eric. We will be returning with season four on December nineteenth. <laughs>